Hey, Tebs Talks, the Prometheus Podcast, um, Tuesday edition. And yesterday at work, all I could think about is Dungeons and Dragons. That's all I could think about. All work, like the whole time, all eight hours I was at work, just Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. D&D, D&D, D&D. That's, that was all that was going through my brain. And here's why. Because I have some exciting mechanics that I am... Well, I have some exciting things that I've planned that I can't wait to throw at my players. Now, tonight, uh, I've got one set. And then in a couple months when one of my players gets back from Kentucky or Kansas or whatever state. I'm pretty sure it's Kansas at this point. Gets back from Kansas, we can uh, begin that game again and start up that game again. Holy cow, lady. Like, what? what is your issue here? You're just going to get stuck behind that truck. Stupid. Anyway, we got... Two months, we're two months out from my group with my wife and her two friends being able to play again, and so that's that's exciting because that group was really fun, and there's still a lot of loose ends that I want to tie up, but I kind of want to like completely subvert, divert, divert where they're going, and just do a total shake up and everything, and then the group tonight. And I'm pretty sure nobody that is going to be in the group tonight listens to the podcast, so I'm pretty sure I can say this and not spoil it for anybody tonight. Okay, tonight I'm going to have the group. Now, tonight is the Tebs Venture League, um, the term that I coined, where every week is kind of a one-shot rather than doing a whole campaign so people can kind of come and go as they please. So tonight the one-shot is going to be... Uh, the banishment of a demon. But this demon is going to be called uh, the chain bearer. Right? So, what is the chain bearer? Who is the chain bearer? Well, I'm glad you asked. The chain bearer is um, a jailer of souls, more or less. So they are they're a demon that collects souls for the demon world to do nefarious demon things with. And they happen to do it with a special chain. Ho, ho, ho. Okay, so. The story is, a bunch of cultists are going to be trying to summon back the chain bearer. And they've, you know, they've more or less sold their souls to the chain bearer. And they are going to be summoning him back. Now, the chain bearer is going to be weak because... You know, whatever retcon backstory, the chain bearer had been banished or had been locked up and is low on souls and is very, very weak. So, the more souls that the chain bearer has, the stronger the chain bearer becomes. Naturally. That makes sense. We're all on the same page. So, there are going to be a bunch of cultists that are summoning this chain bearer back. And what I want to do is combat from the very beginning to the very end, right? They're going to get this message to say, hey, you need to go here. 
this is what's happening. Dispatch of all of them. So, it's going to give, one, the kill-happy wizard in our group, our sorcerer. Is he a sorcerer or a wizard? Anyway, it's going to give the kill-happy mage in our group a chance to be kill-happy. It's going to be give the people that are more... Uh, against killing everybody a chance to loosen up and say okay we have permission to kill everybody and then it's going to be a chance for those that just really want a ton of combat and just grueling painstaking combat to have grueling painstaking combat and it's going to be very important at the very end they're going to get a very special item and let me tell you what the special item it's going to be the chains or some chains of this chain bearer so, how do these chains work, and what's 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 going to be the catch and the big bad end thing of the chain bearer? You know how how are they going to work mechanically? So, the chain bearer will have two chains, one in each, one for each hand. They roll an attack roll, okay, and if the, the attack roll hits, that target is considered grappled. So once the target is grappled, then the chain bearer can essentially rip out their soul with this chain. So they fling the chain, it wraps around a person, the person's considered grappled by these magic chains, right? Then the chain bearer, you know, pulls back the chains, and the person grappled needs to make a constitution saving throw. If the constitution saving throw is below a 10, they lose half of their remaining hit points. Remaining hit points, right? So if you only have 10 hit points left and you get yanked and you uh, lose half, then you go down to 5. It's not like if your total was 20 and you're at 10 and you get under 10 on your saving throw, you lose 10 hit points. Because it's not your total, it's your remaining hit points. If they roll between 10 and a 15, uh, so if they roll a 10, 11, 12... 13 or 14, then they only lose one-fourth of their hit points. And, um, I'm gonna say it's gonna be, like, round your hit points up. So, if you lose one-half and you'd be at, like, 4.5 hit points, round that up to five. Okay? Now, these chains aren't gonna be able to kill a person. The chains cannot kill a person. However, if you die while grappled by the chains, your soul is then forfeit to whoever is bearing the chains at the time. So usually it's the chain bearer, but if an adventurer gets these chains, grapples somebody, they kill someone, that adventurer then jails their soul, essentially. Has their soul trapped bears their soul now. Oh. So, there's a possibility that the chain bearer will be stealing some souls of our adventuring group today. Which I'm excited about. I'm excited to finally kill a character. Now, because I'm going to make it where these chains can't kill, um, I have to come up with away because the chain bearer the whole time is essentially going to be using these chains going to be attack attack players are grappled oh and then the players are going to need to make a dc 
17 probably strength saving throw to get out of the grapple before the next turn where the chain bearer yanks the soul right so it's going to be kind of a lot to keep track of it's a goofy mechanic but it's a great way to get players into a sticky situation really fast where you just almost instantly chop half their hit points okay now i'm gonna have to have obviously because i think five people are coming tonight and what i've learned is when you have action economy advantage in dungeons and dragons you can just mow through fights so if i have five people versus one demon and this demon's doing a, a chain attack that essentially takes two turns to fully complete and these chains can't kill i'm gonna need you know cultists with them i'm gonna need other things to really challenge the players also the fact that it's going to be you know two straight hours of combat they're gonna i think i'm gonna make it a tower where they're gonna progress through this tower go level by level and eventually get to the end hopefully they're worn down and lower on resources so depending on how well they dispatch through the other levels uh, is going to determine how many essentially minions this cultist minions this demon will have so we got that to look forward to now the other thing i'm super excited about with my wife's group and her friends is uh this teb's venture league i started you know my own world based off the book i wrote and i want to take their characters and then plant them into the world I created and the world I want to run going forward. So I want to... Right now they're in a very magical city. And they're talking to some people that might not have the best of intentions. So, these people with maybe not the best of intentions are going to banish them. And send them to another dimension. And that dimension is going to be uh, the world where my book takes place. And so I'm going to implant those characters. And I'm going to give them the option, like, hey, do you want to work to get back to your old world? Or do you want to, you know, make way, make a name for yourself in this world that you just appeared in? But I think it'll be fun for at least maybe a session or two where they're in this other world trying to figure things out. So those are the things I'm super excited for. I was thinking about them all day yesterday. You know, all through work, and then even after work, I was just thinking about them, how excited I was, things I was going to set up, how I was going to explain it, um, and everything I want to do in Dungeons & Dragons. It was complete distraction all of yesterday. And today, I'm at least going to get to play out the Chain Bearer and that mechanic, because I'm so excited for that mechanic. And then, you know, I've got to wait, like, two and a half months, maybe just two, for a friend to get back from Kansas before I can take their characters into a different dimension oh this is what i love about being a dungeon master just getting excited about these ideas i come up with and it's it's just pure excitement coming up with a good idea something that you know will be fun something that you just want to implement and you get to do it because you're the dungeon master and it's kind of your game anyway i gotta go into work thanks for listening peace out have a wonderful day uh bless your souls